Lo mejor, lo más impactante está por venir en Tu Vida es Mi Vida. De lunes a viernes a las 8 por Univision. So this month, we're celebrating Karen's birthday. Oh. She yeah. loves to celebrate her birthday. I love my birthday. <laughs> so, so today, we are going to honor Karen, the little girl, and get to know her a little bit better to see how she became Karen, the mom. We read the books. We bought the things. We thought we were ready. And then life took our plans and changed them. I'm Karen. I'm Victoria's mommy, and I work in tech. And I'm Pamela. I have a baby boy named Ford, and I'm a journalist. And although we're both first-time working moms, we're actually pretty different. And that's totally okay, because we both agree that our most important work is raising our kids. We really need each other and can only get through this together. Welcome to Motherish Moments. Okay, so let's start with our Motherish Moment of the Week. Okay. Are you crying? <laughs> I've been very emotional too this week, so... Okay, so let's start with our mother's moment of the week. I'll start with four getting a lot more screen time lately. Ooh, okay. I know. I was that... Mo- it's so I'm funny. not saying I saw- ooh like that. I'm saying ooh like it's about damn time. <laughs> I saw me and my friend Lil post the other day when it's, it's like someone making like a funny face. Like, mm-hmm. When I hear a first-time mom say like, my kid's not going to get any screen time for the first... <laughs> and they're like, mm-hmm. Good luck with that. So I fought it for so long. Little by little, you know... It's funny because when he's here alone with with the nanny, I'm like, no TV at all. The second I bring him to my room or the second I get home, we're watching TV. <laughs> Especially if I'm trying to get some work done. Like I have to like put something on TV for him to stay entertained and I'm and I could be somehow productive on my phone. Because he is very demanding for my attention. Like when I'm home with him, he needs me to be engaged with him, playing with him, chasing him, talking to him, reading to him. If for one second I'm on the phone, he's not having it. Yeah. You know, and Wait he's till so he starts talking, little. he's like, Deja el teléfono, I know, I which only, is my life. And for example, when he is watching TV, he needs to be on top of me, like physically, like have something holding onto my arm or like he'll put like his little butt, like diaper butt, like on top of my <laughs> like, stomach. Yes, he's very <laughs> controlling, like, which I kind of love right now. I'm so like, I think it's so cute stage. I know it's not going to last for a long time. <laughs> but lately... In the mornings, he's sleeping a little bit later. So by the time he gets up, I'm like finished, you know, reading the news. And I'm kind of like need to get on the call for work. And I just, I'm starting to put all the Disney movies, you know. What and is he like right now? We only have four in our library. So he's seen Toy Story about 500 times. Mm-hmm. Moana. You don't have he's Disney getting, Plus? I don't have Disney Plus. I know. It's I like think it's about. I know. Because every movie is like $20 that I bought. What the hell? I know. Oh <laughs> I need Kayla, to get it. I can't. But it's because I never thought he was going to be watching that much. The second you were buying the TV. second movie, you should have just gotten it. So we have Lion King, Frozen, Moana, Toy Story, and Cars. Mm-hmm. Not a big Frozen fan. Not a big Lion King fan. Lion King except is for dark. Like, like know, there's really scary parts. But you know parts. what? He only loves like a lot of the action, stressful scenes. Oh, right? Really? So like in Toy Story, he could watch when the bad kid is taking Woody or like torturing him. Woody and Buzz. Like, you know, Paul and the... It's a great movie, by the way. I don't Yeah, remember. but it, it's very... I mean, a lot of the Disney movies are very dark. Right? Yeah, they all have a dying parent, usually oh a mom. Oh my god, it's so like one. so he likes like the, a lot of the stressful tension parts. When it's like musical, lovey dovey, he's not. He's like, wow, mm. that's Victoria only likes the musical parts, which is why now she'll just put on YouTube and I put on like one of those like um, compilations of like, of, yeah, like Disney, all the Disney musical movie moments. 
I'm embracing it, you know? I'm owning it. I'm just like, okay, I great. You can sit there, yes, have your milk. I'm, I'm going to go shower, you know? Like, yeah. it's giving me a little bit more free time to do a lot of the stuff that I used to do while he was sleeping because now he's awake and he's just there, like, waiting for me to do something. I'm like, no, this is what you're going to do. You're going to watch <laughs> this movie. I'm going to go shower and I'll be right back, you know? This, I'm so like not, not doing the screen time at a restaurant or, like, anything anywhere mm-hmm. public yet. Yeah. I'm not she ready to handle judge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. I'm so, like, this is... I'm only telling you guys like just between you and I like this is it I'm not confessing or admitting that I become that mom yet so my motherish moment is not really a motherish moment it's just like an anecdote that I think is really fun to share so a co-worker of mine she's like in her 20s I want to say she's like mid to late 20s you know single no kids like super badass with her career already and the other day we're on a call and she's like, oh my God, Karen, I have to tell you on Saturday, she's like, I was cleaning my house and she's like, I binged, listened all of motherish. Like, she's like, all of it, all of it. I love it. I love it so much. And she's like, I'm not a mom, but like, you know, I just feel like you guys are my friends now. And I laughed and I cried with you and you know, all these things. And I started crying, of course, what a surprise, whatever. But like, it was so nice because I'm like, it was so unexpected, you know, like I'm so used to like looking for feedback about motherish from, you know, on Instagram or the people that listen to us or maybe like a review or whatever. But like this came out of left field in my work environment when I didn't have like my motherish hat on. And I was like, they're so proud of us. I feel no, like, like I know. we're going on one year of the podcast because like we started it in the beginning of December. I remember we launched it on December, I think Nine. on Juan's birthday. Yeah, Juan's birthday is the anniversary of, of Motherish. We should have him on at some point. People love him. But yeah, so like I just feel so like proud of this, this little baby that we have. And it's really great. And so thank you, Motherish fam, for your love and support. When something happens to your car, you might say, No! My car! But what you really need to say is something that can actually help. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, State Farm is there to help you file your claim right on the State Farm mobile app. So, just remember, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. State Farm, Bloomington, Illinois. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arobay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de $25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita BoostMobile.com para detalles. Familia querida de Univisión, aquí Lucero para decirles que no se pueden perder el gallo de oro. Lunes a viernes a las 9 por Univisión. So let's get started. So we're celebrating Karen's life today. She loves her birthday. And I love the fact that she <laughs> loves celebrating life because I love celebrating my birthday too. And I think it's a great time to kind of reflect and be mm-hmm. grateful and look back into like everything that you've done. And this is obviously a motherhood themed mm-hmm. podcast. But I think it's always, and I'm, I'm going into like my therapy approach, important to kind of remember like our childhood, you know, like mm-hmm. how we were, how our moms were with us and all the things that I think we are now a reflection of, mm-hmm. you know, and how we mother, a lot of it has to do how we were mother, whether it's to break a cycle or to repeat something that worked for us. Mm-hmm. 
So I think just interesting to kind of like get to hear like a little bit about your childhood. And we talked a little bit about this in the past, but I think it's a good time to kind of celebrate like carrying the little girl, right? Because when I look back, I'm like, there's a lot of, of charm and innocence to when I was a little girl, you mm -hmm. know, that I hope my son gets to have too. I mean, there's a lot of other moments that I hope he doesn't, but a lot of the good stuff I think is good to kind of like reminisce and, and look back and kind of say, you know what, I'm grateful for these for this type of childhood that I had and that my mom's exposed me to. One of the reasons why I love celebrating my birthday so much, it's how I was raised, right? So whenever I've like, I don't know, dated people that are like, oh, I'm not into my birthday or whatever, I'm like, what do you mean? You weren't why? woken up this. Yeah. <laughs> with balloons and cake at an ungodly hour of the morning. Like, that was my life. Like, even if we, you know, were didn't have, you know, a lot of money or they were working really hard to try to make ends meet, they found a way to celebrate, you know, my birthday, my dad's birthday, my mom's birthday. My mom doesn't like celebrating her birthday. Fun fact, her birthday is the day after mine. So I'm November 15th, she's November 16th. And she says that one could frame this as like, oh, you were my gift. But no, she's like, you ruined my birthday. <laughs> <laughs> It's really my mom that has been the driver of this, but celebrates every like birthday to the max of ours, of our family. So I have grown up this way. And therefore, whoever has been with me or part of my life, I'm kind of like, So what are you going to celebrate me with? <laughs> like, you know what? It's funny you mentioned that because I never really thought of the importance of a birthday celebration until my friend Miriam. So my friend Miriam Masihi, she's an adoptive mom. She has two adopted daughters. And then she started this nonprofit called Cake for Kids mm -hmm. with a K, both Cake for Kids. Look it up. It's a great cause. She asked me to get involved and kind of help out. And I was like, okay, sure. Tell me about it. So she's like, you know, what we do is that every child who's in the system, you know, in whether in the... Foster care. Foster care system or like in a home that they're waiting to like either be fostered or adopted. <clears throat> they never really get to celebrate their birthday. So what we do is that once a month, we celebrate all the November birthdays or like in December, all yeah. the December birthdays. And we offer each child a personalized cake with whatever theme they want. Because they matter. Like your yeah. life matters. Yes. And these children, unless they get these cakes this once a month, no one's really going to like celebrate their life. So, you know, they're already dealing with so much emotional rejection for whatever reason that they're in the system. It's like, it's true. Like, you'll be surprised. Like some of these kids had never had a cake in their life. They, they, they don't even want to cut the cake because yeah. they're like, they feel so, let's say like Matias gets like a cake with like a soccer ball, like his favorite team. And, yeah. you know, like whatever. The other little girl gets like a princess with her favorite princess. And it shows you how celebrating your life, it's a reminder that you matter to someone. Yeah. That wow. you were loved. Wow. Yeah. Right? Shit. But it's just um, something so simple. I think it's funny. So for Ford's first birthday, you know, I was like, you know, is he so little? Is he really gonna like remember? He's not gonna remember this. It's just for us. And, you know, I struggled whether it, when it was so like in the pandemic, like I hesitated whether to do a big birthday celebration or just like a small wing. At that point, I had been cutting a cake every single month. <laughs> 12 cakes later for his first birthday and I was like you know what no I want to do a big birthday party because it's his first birthday maybe I won't do one for a while mm -hmm. but at least this is like his first year it's a year that transformed my life that yeah. you know he's been with us and I decided to actually do a you know big birthday celebration for him and and I'm glad I did I think sometimes people like criticize you there's always someone negative that's going to be questioning like oh why'd you do such a big thing or what you know but I love celebrating my son. I love celebrating the people that I love. And I think it's 
it's nice if you're able to do it, even if you're able to gather. Like we've been in such a isolated period yeah. and season of our lives that even the fact of being able to like sit around a table and just gather with your loved ones is like a reason to celebrate. For Victoria's first birthday, it was like the height of the pandemic, so a week before Ford was born. And we weren't seeing our families, so we did like a Zoom birthday or whatever. And it, honestly, it really sucked. And when she turned 18 months, we had already started seeing just my parents and my mother-in-law again. And so we did a cake and a like little mini party for her year and a half birthday because I was like, I'm celebrating this. In my life, I've had two from my family's side, from I say like the bucket of childhood, two really big birthday celebrations. The first one was when I was seven. So when I was seven, like my parents were finally kind of getting into a good place, like financially, things were a little bit, a little bit more organized and stuff. And so they threw me this huge party at a park with a clown that was like the best clown ever. It was at the time where, now I'm dating myself here, but like it was at the time where Michael Jackson had released Black or White. And so like, that's the only song I wanted to play the whole time. <laughs> and I was wearing this like white and gold polka dot matching outfit. It was a coordinated outfit. And like I had the best best time my family was there my friends were there it was amazing and I look back at those photos and like for me it's like such a joy that like you're still young to the point where you remember parts of it but you mostly remember the memories that you have like the photos and the videos and stuff like that and then the second big birthday celebration I had was my quinceañera if someone had asked me can you bet do you think Karen Comos had a quinceañera <laughs> or a big 15. That would have been like, absolutely not. I don't think so. 100%. I, don't I had a 15s. So since my birthday's in November, it's like one of the first birthdays of school the school year. year. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so my 15s was like, the, like you had like couples first. and like hell no no you couples. think that okay. my Scorpio ass would want anybody else on stage no <laughs> I was like I'm sorry this is my night so it was just me and my mom and my dad and my brother who was like two and a half at the time and I had the best best 15s ever because it was the first quinceañera of high school it was the first one for the whole group of friends everybody went all out like I had like literally not a single person didn't come from the people that I invited. It was Which like is a my biggest 200 fear. Every person. time I have something like no one's coming. Oh my God, I over invite. Like it was like a 200 person party and everybody like got their hair done. They got these amazing dresses and suits and whatever. It was so good. By the end of the school year, like birthday parties, like in April and shit, people were like, listen, I have to repeat a dress because my parents aren't going <laughs> to buy me any more outfits because like it was crazy. And I had this like DJ that was a DJ at some of our school dances. So he so, like knew, a real DJ. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Oh, hell yeah. It was the best, 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 best party. And everybody had fun. Like I had two dresses. No, 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 no. You guys. Did you come out of a shell or like something like that? I did, did not like come out entrance? of a shell. There was a mariachi for my entrance. I which, love mariachis. Oh my God, I don't. I don't. My dad and I were kind of like, hmm, what is this? But I had like your typical poofy white like dress where I borderline looked like I was getting married. And then I had like a more like, okay, now I'm a senorita. Like slim kind of <laughs> cleavage dress and I remember when I went to change into my second dress I come out and I see all my friends are in a huge circle like ah, yeah yeah and I was like oh my god what's going on in the middle my dad was breakdancing on the floor in the middle of this party like everybody had the best best time and like it's beautiful because my fuck <laughs> um 
both of my grandmas were there and everybody was still young enough to like have fun, you know, like mainly my, my grandmas. I had a bunch of family from Peru come. It was the best. And it took my mom a year or more of planning. My mom made every single, in true Gabby fashion, she made everything herself. She did everything herself. And it was beautiful and it was perfect. So yes, I had a 15s and it was a very great party. Now, what are we looking at? 21 years ago. No, it's going to be 22 because I'm turning 37. Coño. <laughs> I remember when we went to Victoria's second birthday party and I feel like it's such a difference between when a baby's one and when they turn two. Like she was so aware of everything. Yeah. She truly has such an amazing time. So she her her birthday party was spirit themed, which is like this series about a horse. <laughs> and they actually had little ponies, like real ponies at the party. <laughs> so spirit and they was had there. like <laughs> Yes. And they had all these things that I just feel like I can only imagine when it gets to the age where they're actually enjoying everything mm -hmm. that you, you know, I just had a Halloween party too for Ford and Yeah, and I actually had someone that made like a like a negative comment, like, oh, why'd you do that just to impress your friends? And it was so out of left field for me, like so foreign, the idea of like, no, I'm like, I did it because I, I like to, that, but I don't like them. <laughs> I, I like to celebrate my child. I, I like to see him have fun. I like <clears throat> to do it for the kids. And it's just like, I just like to celebrate as well. And I think, I think in my case, I really didn't have any parties when I was little. <sighs> oh my God. <laughs> I throw you party. Don't worry. <laughs> so anyway, so I think, You know, so I would say like either you're breaking a cycle or you're repeating yeah. what you were surrounded yeah. with. And I think in your case, like there's so I much I want to imagine your mom yeah. like hand making. I'm sure like every single like recuerdo. Every recuerdo. Your... She did everything. The chair, it was like a peacock. You know how those wicker peacock chairs that they were like in style a little while ago again or whatever. She like decorated with her little hot glue And like, did gun, you ever think like, her like enough for this party? Like, I don't know, because I feel like sometimes when we're young, we're not really that conscious I, of like I, all I the say sacrifice that I was... and... That I was fairly conscious of it. And if not, mommy, thank you. But she knows how much I appreciate. And like, I'm the one who's always like, mom, you're the best mom. You're the kind of mom that when my friends meet you, they're like, wow. Like this is, she's a mom for everyone. She's a mom's mom. She's the kind of mom that everyone's like, oh, I want her to be my mom. And I'm like, mm -hmm, but she's my mom. <laughs> you know? Um, Actually, recently I had like a, a new, I have a new neighbor friend and she lost her mom like nine years ago. She met my mom and she saw her again on Halloween and she was like, I love your mom. She was like, you know, make sure that you um, take advantage because I see your mom and that's the kind of mom that I lost. You know, she's like, I see her and, it, and it, it's that warm, fuzzy. Ooh. The crazy part is that my mom and I think it teaches me that every mom will feel this she is still today literally a conversation we had yesterday she goes I still have to manage the guilt when I think back on the mistakes that I probably made with you guys today to this day it haunts me because for example Yesterday when I was I was doing something where I was talking about how I want to manage Victoria's tantrums and I'm defining my personal discipline style or whatever. She was like, I'm looking at you and you just gave me a flashback from when you were little. And I started noticing that you were very emotional and kind of like soft. She's like, and I wanted you to be firmer and stronger. So I started being more firmer and stronger with you so that you wouldn't be a pushover, you know? And now she's like, Friggin' 36 years later, you just showed me that you're still that soft, you know, emotional person. And it's like, wow, like, 
I just learned something new 30 something years into motherhood that you are who you are. And like, you know, I have to embrace it. And she's like, and maybe, maybe it wasn't right for me to be so tough. Like, I don't know. She's like, and it throws you into a spiral of doubt. And I'm like, God. <laughs> oh no. When does it end? It doesn't end. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I always tell her that I think that she's the best mom. And for me, I truly believe that she did the very best that she could do. And what more could I ask for? Um, and she's the best grandma. And I have my dad is like the best grandpa. Recently it was his birthday. All of us are birthday, November it's birthday. Like it kicks off like I don't know. It's prime time for 10 us. celebrations back to back. For yeah. You guys. My grandma that passed away, um, her birthday was the same day as mine. So. This is your mom's mom? Your dad's mom? Mm hmm. We were very, very close because obviously we were born on the same day, a few years apart. But she, uh, she passed away seven years ago, I think. But we were super close and she was like my like my compinche like growing up and stuff because she was the only other person that lived here in South Florida when I was growing up but she um I don't know we we would celebrate our birthdays together <laughs> that's the hard part about my birthday <laughs> because I miss her and my favorite part of of celebrating my birthday was celebrating with her you know my mom queen of parties did um a big birthday party for her 70th because she was, we were dealing with like the beginning of Alzheimer's with her and we knew, you know, the path that it takes. Um, and she was still kind of like mostly there, mm -hmm. you know? And my mom was like, I want to do a big party for her 70th birthday. Like, is it okay? Because obviously it's still in my birthday too. And I was like, oh my God, are you kidding? It's please like, let's make this all about her. She needs to have her own, you know, quinceañera moment too. And my mom did the best, best, biggest party for her. Lots of family came and she thought that it was going to be a party for me. And when she realized it was for her, she was so, so happy. She had the best time. She was wearing this like bright purple dress. She always loved to like match her like lipstick and her earrings and her belt with her dress. Like she was like one of those like matchy, matchy. Um, she was ahead of her time because it's monochromatic. <laughs> yeah, she was like, <laughs> I am so monochromatic. But yeah, she she loved it and it was the best to me. Like, I mean, it made my birthday so special because we were celebrating her birthday like instead. And it was the best. It was the very, very best. After that, you know, things got really complicated with her and she ended up being in a home. And one of the last, the second to last time I saw her, um, she was not all I mean she was very much not all there for for many years but I showed her a photo of Juan because I had just started dating him and I was like look what do you think and she goes it's super guapo she goes I like him for you and I was like oh damn <laughs> I mean I also think it's a good reminder to celebrate life I think it's so cliche I know when we say yes, like hey you just yes. never know like life yes could change in a second 100%. but and I even for people that say I don't like to celebrate my birthday which is I think okay let's talk about you know I yeah, always yeah. Say, like, <laughs> let's double click on that yeah let's <laughs> let's dig a little deeper into that uh, feeling or emotion but I do think when other people celebrate you I think it's nice sometimes yeah. I think everyone it's a reminder like I mentioned at the beginning that you're loved and you're appreciated and and it's just nice. So if you have the ability not only to celebrate yourself, but also celebrate whoever you love, yes. like go out yes. of your way, even if it's something simple. And I think it's, it makes a, it makes a difference. Yeah. 
that's I think we should wrap there because I'm a mess. <laughs> oh, happy birthday, Ken! I love you. I'm so grateful Thank to have you. you in my life. I love you. Thank you. Me too. Okay, let's have a break. Boost Mobile tiene una gran oferta para que aproveches tu reembolso de impuestos al máximo y te mantengas conectado. Al cambiarte a Boost, recibe un 50% de descuento en tu primer mes de datos ilimitados. O, con un plan ilimitado de 40 dólares, llévate un Samsung Galaxy A15 5G por $39.99. Obtén los mejores teléfonos en las redes 5G más grandes del país. Con Boost Mobile, cambiarse es fácil. Solo visita BoostMobile.com. Boost Mobile, sin miedo al éxito. Para clientes nuevos y solamente en línea, requiere Arupay. 50% de descuento en el primer mes requiere un plan de 25 dólares al mes. Aplican otras restricciones. Visita Boost Mobile. Familia querida de Univisión, aquí Lucero para decirles que no se pueden perder el gallo de oro. Lunes a viernes a las 9 por Univisión.